Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bravo, East Coast Housewives. I'm your girl, Kim, back in the shy, honey, at least for now. I have to say, we came back on Tuesday, and there ain't shit going on here, okay? Absolutely nothing is going on here. Stuck in my place, and I don't live on the first floor, okay? I'm just stuck, and I'm kind of over it. At least when I was back in Pittsburgh, I had a yard that I could go in, right? And yes, Lakeshore Drive might be open as far as the little trail. And by the way, there are a ton of people on there not wearing masks, chilling out together, big crowds of people. Holy shit, scary, scary. I'm not investing in that at all. So I'm staying in my motherfucking apartment and I'm already bored. That's where I'm at. So who knows? Maybe by next week... My ass is going to be back in Pittsburgh. I guess we'll both find out then. Okay, so yeah, I hope you guys had a good weekend. Um, It was great because I was able to get back onto the New York Housewives bus with a great episode. That leaves me super duper excited for whenever October is coming. Honey, Halloween, one of my faves. I don't know if I like it more than Christmas because I celebrate Christmas, but I don't know if I like it more than Christmas. Yeah, Halloween is just the shit. I love dressing up. I love just how everyone can dress up and express themselves in such a manner and just have a good time. You want to dress up like Lady Gaga with the meat suit? Honey, go to the butcher. They need the business anyways because of COVID. Get some meats. Make it into a dress, put it on your Insta, and follow me, honey. I will give you a like. There we go. So, with that said, Halloween will be coming here sooner than later, and I'm soups excited about it. Yes, I said soups. Deal. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, let's get to what the fucking Bravo. But really, what the Bravo? So, some things that are going on in the Bravo world, honey. Kate Chastain from Below Deck. But she's no longer at Below Deck because she got another job. She's supposed to be doing some radio shit with Andy in New York. But obviously that shit's on hold because of coronavirus. I'm fucking sick of it. We're all sick of it. I know. I'm with you. I feel your pain. We're over it. We're ready for this to be over. But we got to keep doing what we need to do to get it the fuck out of here. That's enough of my rant about that. Ugh. So, what the bravo, Kate Chastain. She's been chilling in her Florida home with her parents ever since this happened. And she was saying to all her alums that if they ever felt like coming down to Florida, which no one go to Florida right now because shit's hitting the fan there. But she was saying, hey, anyone wants to come down, chill with me and my family? I'm all down. Well, guess who took her up on that offer? Chef Ben, honey, and if I recall, just because I've been watching seasons, because they are definitely airing that shit on the weekends, and I'm like, yes, ketchup, hello. I do believe that there was like a kind of a little fling between Chef Ben and Kate. Now, did it really go anywhere? No. I kind of wish that it did. I think they'd be really cute together. So, 
The day before Chef Ben comes into Florida, he hits up Kate and he's like, hey, can I stay with you? That's a really terrible accent. But, you know, the girl tries. Day before he comes in, asks to stay with her, and she's like, holy shit, okay, sure. Oh, yeah, too, uh, I'm bringing my girlfriend, and I'm bringing her dog. Yes, way to give us a short, short notice, but I'll take you in. Obviously, they had a good time. They caught up. She met the girlfriend. She met the dog. She liked both of them more than she liked Chef Ben, she says, LOLs. Now, moving on to Miss Cynthia Bailey and her fiancé, Mike Hill, now, let's remember, they are supposed to get married in October 10-10-20. Put it on the calendar because it's already on mine, but I didn't get an invite and I want to know why the hell not. So invite me, I'm ready. They plan on still getting married on that day. They didn't cancel like many, many other couples did. You know, this is the times right now. So, but Cynthia and Mike, they did not want to do that. Cynthia opened up and told us that the Bailey Wine Cellar reopened after months of closure due to COVID. Now, there are strict safety precautions for the wine cellar. July 19th, put this in your calendar along with 10-10-20, Cynthia's uh, wedding. July 19th and July 26th, part one and part two of Shaws of Sunset, season eight virtual reunion. It will take place during a Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. We will see where MJ's at with Reza. Does Reza still have the restraining order against Tommy? We will find that out. Are they cool? Are they not cool? How is Golnessa and her baby? How is Mike with his girlfriend, Paulina? Originally, I forgot her fucking name because I just remember Jessica because that's the one he cheated on, but he was married with her, whatever. But we'll see if they're still together. I hope that they are. Mike's a pretty cool dude. I mean, yeah, he fucked up, but we're all human. Things happen. Although, if it was flipped on me, I wouldn't get back with him just because I got my own issues. You know what I mean? Okay, so moving on. I found this on a reality website, right? So Stassi and Kristen, they have rekindled their friendship. Now, what I mean by that is they're talking. They are being cordial. Are they besties? No. Are they working toward it? Maybe. They are in a good place, according to this source online. And we also find out that Stassi is having a baby girl. I think she's like five months pregnant, which I really think that Hannah from Below Deck is also five months pregnant as well. Regardless, I have no idea, but they're both having the baby bumps. You can check them out on their Instagram to see what they look like if you care about that who knows yeah so Kristen and Stassi they're getting better cool I'm not shocked by that let's just be real and go back to the past Kristen slept with Jax and guess what they still became friends took him a little bit maybe like a year or two they were friends pretty sure it's gonna happen this way as well it may take longer I don't know but we'll see but for now sources say that they're okay and they're working through their shit Now, my beautiful Bravo believers, Ah, let's go to it, honey. So excited that they finally brought back Roni. Oh, I was so excited. This Thursday, this past Thursday, I'm sorry, was to die. And they did it Halloween style. Yes, yes, love it. As I said before, interesting thing, though, they have new Taglines. They got new taglines since Tinsley is gone. And I do have to say, 
I'm going to go over them in a, in a few seconds. Now, it's so weird whenever you're looking at the final picture of the women before it goes into the episode and there's only five there. It just seems so empty and bare, like one or two extra people need to be there. Bethany and Barbara. Or Bethany and Jill. I fucking want Jill back because she's great too. Now, the taglines. Dorinda's. Like a mint in my mouth. I can be a bit fresh. Sonia's. I'm no one's arm candy. I'm the whole bowl of sugar. Ramona. (sighs) Classic. So what if I'm self-involved? Who else should I be involved with? Leah. I'm a little disappointed with Leah's. I liked her uh, float like a butterfly, sting like a bitch. That's better. But this is hers. I'll say sorry for what I've done, but never for who I am. And then Luance is pretty cute. I rise above the drama and won't settle for the lower level. I would say with those, I think Sonia's is cute. I like Ramona's because she's self-involved all the time, which is the reason why this episode is called The Spirit Called Ramonaville. Mm. And you know what? You know who helped with that? Elise. Bringing up Ramonaville, I'll get to that in a little. So, Halloween costume time for Luann's Halloween Bash, which, by the way, fucking looks so much fun. Yes, and Luann's staying a bit humble. She's not singing, money can't buy your class. Hell against his love. She's not doing that. She's not doing feeling Giovanni. She's not doing that, okay? She's just going there and having a good old time. And we love that. Dorinda is reflecting on that Larry Dave, whatever the hell his name was, back over an hour or so from Manhattan doing his party planning thing that I've never heard about him, whatever, but Ramona wanted to get a deal or no deal because she wasn't going to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? So Dorinda's reflecting on how selfish Ramona is, not wanting to do a joint birthday party with Sonia and Dorinda, but I don't think Dorinda really cares. I think she was more upset that Ramona didn't really want to do something with Sonia, which is kind of fucked up. Like, Ramona, come on. Get over yourself, honey. We see that Ramona meets with the old matchmaker that she met a couple seasons ago. Her name is Rory. And if you recall, they did like a speed dating thing a couple seasons. And there was this red scarf guy. He was like semi good looking to me. You see Ramona talking about, oh, yeah, I dated him, blah, blah, blah. But hold on a second. Let's rewind and go back. Like, bravo, bring up that episode. Because we see that he's more interested in Carol. And Carol ended up going out with him. So, Ramona, get your head out of the sand because I don't think you were looking at the same guy. And I don't think it, I don't think it was him. That's, that's, yeah, I don't think it was him. So she's talking to the matchmaker about it and the matchmaker's like, well, what do you want? Do you want love? Do you want money? And she's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to change my lifestyle because I I really like going to Europe in the summer and I I, I don't want to lose that. So I, I kind of want, I I really want to fall in love. You know, I really want to fall in love and, you know, I want to be good looking, but if he has money, that's great. I mean, I love both things. Like who wouldn't want those things? So she wants someone who's rich and someone who's good looking. There's that. She confesses that if she doesn't find a man, that she's actually, at this point in her life, she's okay with not being with anyone. She accepts the possibility that there may not be another forever guy, if that makes sense. Which, hence her tagline, right? So what if I'm self-involved? Who else should I be involved with? 
So she's accepting the terms that she may or may not be with someone, and she's cool with it. Whatever. You go, girl, Ramona. So Sonia meets with Elise. Elise is explaining to Sonia that Ramona and her are kind of in a weird spot. Elise feels that she's been a really good emotional friend for Ramona. Whenever Ramona would need someone, Elise would always be there. Now, Elise is seeing Ramona have a little bit more confidence in herself, and she's not really looking for Elise or talking to her or whatever. And because she's stronger now, Elise feels like Ramona doesn't really need her around at this point, which kind of sucks. I mean, that's not really what friendship is, but we've seen in past seasons that a lot of the girls had to express and show Ramona what a true friend is. And I don't know if she's ever learned that lesson. So, well, she really hasn't because we're still seeing it here in the show. We also see that Dorinda meets with her daughter, Hannah. God damn, Hannah got older like shit. Also, too, Avery makes an appearance in the show. Oh, fuck. I totally forgot. Loved the new way they did the confessional. They had to do quarantine confessionals because they couldn't go to the damn studio. We all know why. So that was interesting to see. Some of the audio, if I do say so myself, was a little uh, questionable for my taste. A little too open. Needs to be a little bit more closed space. But anyways, Dorinda meets with Hannah. Hannah is having a nice moment with her mother, expressing she looks up to her mom in such a different way now because she sees Dorinda really become the person who Dorinda is supposed to be. Like, it's all about Dorinda right now. Whereas before, when she was married to Richard, it was about Richard. It was about the, it was about Hannah, right? It was about the family. And then when she was with John, it was about John and then still Hannah. And now, because Hannah's grown and she's taking care of herself she's not with John anymore Dorinda is really getting into who she is and she's finding herself as opposed to living her life for others Hannah is congratulating and highlighting Dorinda's independence which is really really awesome I thought that was really cool it was a nice little moment for Dorinda yes Dorinda keep living your best life we love you Now transitioning, Leah, Rob, and Kiki go to Chinatown to get some dinner. And honestly, I just want Leah and Rob to get back together. They do seem slightly weird together, but there's something about Rob that I kind of dig. I don't really know what it is, but I dig it. Maybe because he's really chill and I'm not really chill in life. And I probably need someone who's a little bit more chill than me to balance me out. So I think that's why I like Rob, because he's pretty chill. So they're at Chinatown. Oh, yes. I also want them to be like Frank Catania and Dolores. Like they should get back together and Leah and Rob should get back together. They could do a Bravo special. Frank and Dolores, Leah and Rob get married together. Oh, yes. Idea. Bravo. You're welcome. So Leah and Rob are talking about how they've been broken up for about 10 years now. And neither one of them have really had a serious relationship after they broke up. I don't know. To me, that says something. It's like... You haven't been with any, like, you're not over it, but I I don't know. The relationship is weird, but is it really weird? Because I'm pretty sure that some people who are married would probably love the type of relationship that they have because it really does seem that they get along and they respect each other and they're not assholes to each other. Like, there's mutual love there. So it's kind of... I don't know. It's just interesting to hear that they've never really had a serious relationship after that. 
Was it because of Kiki? I don't know. Do I want them to get back together? Yes, I think that's great. And I do think that Leah and Rob have a really good co-parenting situation where we've obviously seen with some of the other housewives, the co-parenting thing has been very difficult, uh, i.e. Shannon Bedore, yes. And eventually, I can't wait until the OC comes back, but who knows, that's going to take a lot longer. Getting back to the Halloween party for Lou, can you say that the venue was fabulous, honey? It was fabulous. I'm upset that I didn't get the invite. Holy fuck, I could have been on the other side of the damn world. And if I got that invite, I would fly my ass home. Yes, uh, just so I could go to this damn party. It looked amazing. The octopus and all that kind of shit, that was kind of gross because I think it might have been like dead, but it was live once. I'm not really sure. It wasn't like a rubber one. So that was kind of gross. It looked amazing. And it looked so much fun. What I did think was fucked up. <sighs> Ramona, honey, you do it every time. You gotta bring someone around that one of the girls doesn't want to fucks with and her name is Missy. Why would you bring Missy around? You know that she dated Tom, Luann's ex-husband, honey. You should have avoided that. Leave that bitch at home. You messed some shit up, which is potentially the reason why the whole dueling divas thing is basically all the girls against Ramona. <sighs> she doesn't think about it. It's very annoying. She also double books again because she arrives early for Luann's party. And she's like, oh my God, I thought it started at 7.30 because I have, I have another party from a male friend of mine and I, I gotta go. <sighs> Ramona, how can you be so popular when you're like not the best kind of friend? That is my question. And listen, I fucking love you. I think you're great. You're a trip. You're hilarious to me. And I just love you. But how how do you really have as many friends as you say that you do? I wonder about that. <laughs> Let's recall Sonia in the car ride over there to, <laughs> to Luann's party. The bitch was gone before she got there. I mean, let's just be real. She got super lit with her hair and makeup team. I mean, holy shit. She was wasted. Not slopopotamus wasted like the Jersey Shore kids. She was wasted, and it was delightful. I loved it. It was also interesting that she brought a Ramona voodoo doll. That was weird. But again, she's hilarious because she's so, I mean, she's just fucking funny. I don't even know what to say. Now, when Dorinda, Elise, and Sonia were in the car driving there, classic moment. They were talking, Sonia was drunk. Oh, yeah. Then you just have the camera crew look at the driver. And his face said it all, honey. It was like, what the fuck am I doing driving these fucking crazy ass ladies oh it was great if you did not see it go back right now or tomorrow or whatever just go and watch it again because you'll see his face and you'll be like holy shit that's hilarious that makes everything yes Jill is also back on the show she comes to Luann's little place to do hair and makeup like Leah it was so so nice to see her with her now fiance I forget his name it might be Gary but uh yeah I really don't know his name I forget I loved seeing her be so happy we all know how it was so tragic and just I don't even know the words aren't even there because it was so sad about her 
losing Bobby. And we all remember that. That's whenever Bethany and Jill kind of rekindled their friendship in a way. I'm just so happy that she is happy and she has found another love. And I just think I'm so happy for Jill. That was so great to see. Not only do we see Jill on this show, we see our New York gal pals meet Rob for the first time and they like him. I mean, who wouldn't like Rob? He doesn't really say much. He's very chill. He doesn't get into the drama and uh, he's a pretty fucking cool guy. He's like a New Yorker. You know what I mean? He just doesn't give a fuck. He does his own thing. Yes. So they like Rob. He's a cool fool. Eventually during the night, Dorinda is trying to make a toast and she says something about if a real friend would say to another friend oh you're drunk what that says is Ramona looked at Dorinda as soon as she saw her and basically said oh you're you're drunk Dorinda like what is wrong with you you're you're like so gone you're so I don't understand it so Dorinda is pissed off about that and uh she says some not nice things going toward Ramona not necessarily saying her name but Ramona can feel the energy and through that Elise was feeling bad she's going there for emotional support for Ramona again and we see that episode ends where Ramona's upset she's about to leave the party you see her on her confessional trying to talk about it and I love that her daughter Avery comes in the kitchen washes her hands and says basically stop talking about the Elise thing and everything with the ladies it's so annoying yes Avery I feel like a lot of the New York ladies could learn a lot from you and I don't even think you're 25 yet but you go girl you rocking it yeah, so as I said before here, people, the dueling diva was basically Ramona versus everyone, right? The girls are complaining that Ramona's selfishness has gotten to her head, especially with her coming out party for 60 people because she's like 60 girlfriends. Oh my gosh. But does she? Then, if we want to get more specific, Ramona versus Sonia, even though Sonia's lit as fuck and she is drunk AF, she's coming to the party and she is going after Ramona. You are so selfish, Ramona! What the bleh? So, anytime Sonia brings anything up in her life, Ramona, she does. she's not like a blame shifter. She's just like shifting the energy to be like, oh my god, I want to talk about myself because I'm Ramona. Like, oh my god gosh. So Sonia's pissed off about that. Elise is upset with her because she's been emotional support with Ramona and Ramona hasn't really been, she hasn't reciprocated that shit. Elise is upset about that. Then we have our classic gal pal, Dorinda and Ramona. Dorinda again, you're so selfish. What the fuck about your party? Why wouldn't you want to combine it with Sonia? Like what the fuck, bitch? And then also, Dorinda's not super happy that Ramona called her out for being super drunk, which I don't think she really was. She was just having a drink like everyone else and their mom and, like, dad and whatever. So, Ramona, you should have taken a step back or two. Or maybe at least taken a few drinks or two. Now, as far as the weekly shade goes, honey, woo! And this is where Ramonaville came from. Elise talking about Ramona. Ah, you go, honey. Yes, Elise, I'm liking you more and more with each episode. So you keep spilling the tea. Yes, I'm going to sip it. Get my cube of sugar. You know what I'm saying. So she says because she doesn't have a yacht, a jet, or can do any type of plastic surgery for Ramona, or at least know anyone who can do it for her, then Ramona has no need for her anymore. And that basically Ramonaville, mm, so good Elise, is filled with a lot of one-way streets. Honey, Elise, that was perfect. Ramonaville is filled with a lot of one-way streets. Don't we all agree with that? 
honestly, I feel like if Ramona was on here, she might say, yeah, that's true. But she would do it in a loving way where we couldn't really hate her. <laughs> that's why she's so good. Like, I think she really knows what she's doing. She does it so well that you can't hate her. Kind of like Jessica Simpson whenever we thought she was so dumb AF. But look at her. She's got a fucking ton, a ton, a ton of money with her damn clothing line, her shoe line. The bitch knew what she was doing. She made us. She fooled us. She did. So I think Ramona's kind of doing that. But you just can't hate her because she's Ramona. <laughs> you just can't hate her. You can't hate the bitch no matter how hard you try. This was interesting shade thrown by Kira, a.k.a. Kiki, Leah's daughter. Ugh! I don't know if I was upset or offended or both, but I felt like a complete loser, okay? <sighs> now, she says to her mom, Isn't 19 pretty old to be living with your parents? Holy shit. That is shade to any millennial, just anyone who is living with their parents right now, which probably a lot of people because of the whole COVID thing and a lot of people don't have any jobs and shit. Honestly, even when I was going to grad school, yes, I was living with my parents at the time and I was probably like, what, 22, 23? So no, it's not. It's not too old because sometimes, not sometimes, here's the thing. Life is rough you're not 19 yet. You'll get there. You'll experience it. And then you'll never say, <laughs> you'll never say that again. So damn, Kier, that was some good shade. Damn, a little harsh. You kind of hurt my feelings, but you know, I'm a strong ass, grown ass woman as Lala Kent would say, and I'm going to get the fuck over it. There's also one more that Ramona throws about Dorinda. She says it to Missy that Dorinda is like Jekyll and Hyde and that she's basically like bipolar. I don't think she's bipolar. I just think that she gets mad at people like you because you do dumb shit. Like stop doing dumb shit and then she won't get mad. She's not bipolar. Come on, Roro. So quote of the week, honey. I have a few. I wouldn't say... I have to be honest here. I feel like since I've started this podcast, I would think some of my best quotes have come from the New Jersey women. I mean, I hope that the New York gals can step up their quotes because I'm telling you, Margaret, I'd rather, what does she say again? Oh shit. I'd rather cut my toes with a Cuisinart than hang out with Jennifer. And what's your problem, Trump? I mean, I need to hear quotes like that. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And I'm hoping with the next episodes to come. And then at least with Potomac, because I know that shit's going to be freaking amazing. August 2nd. Super excited. Yes. <sighs> Certain quotes from the ladies this week. This is about Ramona. Sonia is saying it while she is super, super sloshed. So and she says, in your ear and in your rear, Ramona. That's when she was hitting the two like little voodoo dolls together or whatever. In your ear and in your rear, Ramona. I do love you, bitch, but you're an ass. Oh, Sonia, I love you. You're not an ass to me. You can, you can act silly, but I don't think you're an ass. So that was one. Ramona talking about herself. Shocker. She says, I literally have like 80 girlfriends and there's a reason for that because I'm a good friend. Wow. We went from 60 to 80. So apparently within that however many days time, she had gathered 20 plus new friends. 
Ramona, I don't know what you do, but holy shit, you probably have maxed out the limit on Facebook friends and you're almost to the point where you probably have as many followers as fucking the Jenner girl. I fucking don't know her name. They both look alike to me, but not really, but they're both... I have no idea. One of the ones, the one that was married to Tyga or whatever. I have no idea. I don't keep up with them. I did when they were younger before they were older. <laughs> so there's that. Another one. Drunk Sonia Talia. She says, I like you, but you're a weirdo. And then you have Leah coming over there and like, what are you talking about? I'm not weird. She doesn't talk like that. She's a lot more cool. But yeah, Sonia, I like you, but you're a weirdo. And then last thing, uh, this was great and actually very fitting now that Luann can drink again, but she doesn't like go crazy with it. Leah needed to wash her hands from that disgusting octopus. Ew, gross. Couldn't find hand sanitizer, whatever. Uh, definitely can't find it now, but I think maybe more so you can now. So just saying, anyone look it up. Amazon, Bath and Body Works, just helping you out. Luann says, vodka kills everything. Ooh-wee! And I guess it does, because I guess it sanitized her hands. So there you go. I just thought that was very fitting with Luann, with all the trouble that she had last year with the alcohol. And it just kind of comes around full circle and that she's beating this shit. So yeah, fuck you, alcohol. So yeah, quote of the week. Mine, my favorite one out of these four. In your ear and in your rear, Ramona. I do love you, bitch, but you're an ass. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Sonia. So, guys, it's July. They're doing Christmas in July. Bravo shit. Take a look at that. Holy shit, we're going to be in October eventually. I do have to say, I really do like the fall. Summer has been quite boring for all of us. So I know some people are going to Target trying to get fucking pools and sprinklers and all that shit. So I feel your pain. I get it. We're going through this together. Keep watching Bravo. It's helping me. I tell you that much. Selfish plug. Keep listening to this podcast. (laughs) Tell your friends about it. Tell your friends, get the word out. We want to get it here. We got to get it here. I mean, I have some people listening to me from the UK and I love you guys. That's awesome. Tell everyone, tell all your friends, right? People in Israel, I know that you've been listening too. Listen, this is fun. We can talk together. Follow us on Instagram, Believe Podcasts and Believe Pop Culture. That's B-L-E-A-V. And we're going to have a dialogue. Let's keep shooting the shit. And here's what I want. Last week, I put on who would your all-star housewives be? I need more of you to respond. I said, if you haven't heard my answer, go back last episode so you can hear it. So I want to know your all-stars. You can only pick seven. If you want it to be from one city, so be it. I support you. If you want to take two from Atlanta, two from OC, I don't give a shit. Do your thing. This is all about you. I want to know your reasoning and I want to know your picks because it's fun and we can talk about it and I think it'd be fucking great. So if you haven't listened to the episode of My Choices, it's the episode before this. So take a listen. Tell your friends, tell your family, all that shit I say all the time. And I appreciate you guys listening. This is a lot of fun for me. And I hope that you guys get a kick out of my ridiculous shit that I say. Sometimes it's not funny. But, you know, I try to get better. Thanks so much for listening. I will talk to you guys next week. Be safe. Be healthy. Catch you Monday.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.